Hello, nerds, and welcome to Technomancers, the podcast where we put the dweeb into do we put our proficiency bonuses onto our attack rolls manually, or is it already added? I'm joined by some of my friends and colleagues here at Elastic Cloud. So joining me today are, in ascending order of how grainy the quality of their video is on this call, Rich, who has no video hey. at all. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm playing Dickie, like last week. Uh, Andy, who liked exactly the same. Andy, who also has no video at all. Hey, I'm Andy. I'm playing Nigel Hellscream. To be fair, you get a free pass because you are in literal grease right now, aren't you? Uh, not the liquid fat um, thing. <laughs> the country. <laughs> liquid fat thing? Is that, what, is uh, that a good I description went, of grease? To- yeah, when you told me you were in a... Yeah, yeah, I was never sure, but now it makes a lot more sense. Uh, oh, it's a pretty close tie, but I think the next, next grainiest video is probably Rob. Oh, well, there we go. Hello, I'm Rob. <laughs> I'm playing Linus of Monardis. And the clearest video of all then is Misha. I feel, I feel like, do I win a prize? Uh, I am Misha and I will be playing Light Through Rain. Yeah, sure. You get inspiration for clear video. Yay. So we're we're here. We're, we're going to play some more D&D. We've had a couple of, uh, uh, of sessions already and I'm going to catch you up what's gone on and then we're going to jump straight into it and things are going to happen. So here we go. Your first day at the Horrorful Factory is going just swell. You met the open-top-skulled ratfolk Griff, who showed you the ropes with his highly secret horrorful factory, including a huge self-playing organ, a large clanging tank, and a white tiger in a cage. Griff seemed worried about something, constantly drinking from a hip flask and sweating. Dickie considered improving the tiger situation for a while by building a new one out of turnips, and then tried to improve Griff by inserting a cog into his brain. He collapsed and died. You took back your cog. Linus found that the flask was strongly alcoholic, and Light Through Rain considered the possibility of poison. Without Griff's oversight, however, the factory began to veer wildly out of control. The self-playing organ attacked Light Through Rain. Linus removed Griff's dead brain to find an off switch for the factory. It wasn't there. Linus crawled towards the organ playing hands to shut it down, but without his key element of the factory, without, sorry, but without this key element of the factory, the conveyor belt slowed to a halt, and the rest of the factory began to back up and overflow. Highly volatile horror force built onto the floor, catching fire, and Nigel tried to drag Griff's empty skull into the fire to fill it with burning powder. Just in case that failed, Linus located the factory's kill switch. Griff's clipboard, amongst a list of conspiracy theories about how people were trying to kill him, contained an instruction manual. The factory burned, and Dickie used that time to try to invent rat batteries, or ratteries, while Light Through Rain and Linus figured out how to shut down the rest of the factory. As sprinklers kicked on, and Light Through Rain hid under Linus's legs, and two doors swung open. Firstly, the cage containing Galantis Jr., the large white tiger, and more curiously, the central tank, which, it turns out, contained a small room with a bed and a gaunt, fish-like redfin woman who was trapped inside. The tiger and the redfin woman left their cages. And that's where we are now. Linus, Light Through Rain, a gaunt, quite fishy smelling, and very malnourished redfin, stands at the cusp of this large metal drum. You can see inside some basic living quarters, but they are threadbare and horrible. She looks probably quite late middle ages, I'd say. Hang on, not middle ages in the the historical period. Middle age. (laughs) No, it's too late now. She looks like she's from the late middle ages. She looks like she's from the late middle ages. She has one of those kind of like roughs. Like a white, the only uh, clothing of value she's wearing is a perfectly coiffured ruff around her neck, um, <laughs> uh, and she steps forward and looks at you with a a, a wizened 
pair of eyes that looks like they've seen an awful lot of things before they've seen the inside of a tank. Um, hi. Uh, hello? Hello. Yes. I think it'll be best for all of us if you let me go. Um, I'll kind of like turn around and look at the fact that this entire place is like overflowing and I assume still partially on fire. Yeah, the fires are still smouldering. They're no longer a danger to you because there's also sprinklers coming down. It's 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 kind of the, like it looks a bit like the end of most factories once they've been in a film for a while. Do you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 I presume if it actually if it's there's still sprinklers. Then I think I've said hello by sort of sticking one hand out from underneath Linus's ropes, <laughs> just to be polite. She looks down. Oh, um, I didn't realise that Dragonborn had arms there. I'll take a couple of steps back to oh. reveal light through rain. No, don't do that. It's raining. Hello. I'm scurry back, back under. <laughs> Goodness. Um, this is strange. I don't look. I don't want to start a fight over this. I don't want to make this aggressive. I think we can save an awful lot of bloodshed if you just let me leave. Um. Yeah. Sure. What, uh, what's your name? I'm Linus, um, and I'll don't... hold out my hand. She looks at your hand for a long time. You don't know my name. I, we, we've just met. You didn't know I was in there? No, this is the first time I've been here. Um, okay. Then I'm no one, and it's fine if I go. Um, I, mean, I, just, I, don't, I don't have a problem with that. Great, excellent. So, the way out, please? Great question. And I'll just uh, look at Light Through Rain. Well, it was over there. You... But then we broke it. Uh, you point now towards. I'm sure. You point, you point towards a door. It actually looks like there is there is a, a path to the door. It would You'd have to go around a few different things. There's a lot of fish heads in a big pile. Um, but yes, it, it, the door is is sort of back the way. Uh, you point there, she immediately sort of runs towards it. Um, she gets to the door and she starts pulling on it. It is very much locked. And she just uh, grunts uh, in dissatisfaction and then turns back to you. Let me out. Let me out now. Um... I'm pretty sure that we're also trying to get out, so... Uh, good, well, we, we have a shared goal. Um, at this point, I'm going to switch to uh, Dickie and Nigel. Dickie and Nigel, you are standing about 20 feet away from an enormous, angry, and slightly statically charged white tiger. Galantis Jr. raises its uh, upper lip in anger and hunger uh, as it steps towards you. What do you do? Uh, oh, so uh, so I, I straighten my I straighten my wizard hat and uh, I turn around to Nigel and say Nigel, do you think we should start selling rides to children on our new tiger? <laughs> That's a great idea! Riding the tiger is one of the most popular spectator sports that I've ever heard of. The, this last ten minutes. How do we fashion the saddle? Uh, are you going to fa fashion a saddle right now? No, we we need to come up with a name for our tiger ride first. Oh, Galantic Junior ride, uh, Junior, Unic Galantic Unicorns. 
unicorn. Oh. <laughs> it takes a step forward. I can't really growl like a tiger. Let me give it a try. No, hang on. How do you? Meow. How do you do it? What's the? How do I? I think the tiger's sick, Dicky. Uh, Dicky, we have to invent some yeah, medicine for this tiger. It's very sick. Okay, so so let's um, uh, let's uh, Linus, get your project managing pad out quickly. Um, priority one, we need uh, a saddle and a name for our new it's... ride. It's tail flick, his tail, He's a, he uses he, him pronouns. His tail flicks from side to side and he puts his front paws down into a pounce position. He looks oh. at you with wide right. eyes. Okay. Um, so, Dickie straightens his wizard hat again. And um, I am going to cast a grease spell. Uh, nice one. Where are you? Are you aiming on the tiger, beneath the tiger, in front um, of the tiger, or I'm... wherever Andy is right now? <laughs> Ooh, the thought hadn't crossed my mind. Shall I bring him to Nigel so that so that Nigel can can invent the saddle in real time? I mean, that was a holidays joke, but you can, yeah. <laughs> Send the tiger on a holiday. Um, no, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do it under the under the tiger. I've got 60 feet radius. Um. Okay. Excellent. Cool. So read us out. Or, well, send it into the chat, but also read us out the description of right. the, the so, grease spell. Please. Slick grease covers the ground in a 10-foot square centred on a point within range and turns it into difficult terrain for the duration. When the grease appears, each creature standing in its area must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. A creature that enters the area or ends its turn there must also succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Cool. Yeah. So what does it look like when you cast Grease? Is it an item that you use? Uh, is it a little sort of... Is it just a, a flick of your wrist? Uh, do you read oh, some no, words I'm out from your spellbook? I'm just in every single direction. Um, Dickie's a showman. And so and I do a little <laughs> dance, click of my heels, um, straighten my hat, and, uh, and it all happens. The magic happens. <laughs> You've straightened your hat three times. Is it implicit that yes. your hat crumples after you straighten yes. it then? Uh, you, as you straighten your hat, a, a juicy spurt of oil comes out the top and lands by the tiger uh, all around it. He looks vaguely upset. Has to make a dexterity yep. saving throw, is that right? I don't like the image that I just conjured there, I'm afraid. I'm, I take it back. No. Uh, ooh, neither does the tiger. Galantis Jr. at that exact moment leaps at you, falls backwards, overextends its back legs, and kind of and just kind of twirls up, turns into a sort of ball of, of, of ghee, I suppose, and starts to spin round on itself. Um, yeah, you've done pretty well at distracting it. You have a moment, if you want, to run away. It's probably going to chase you right now. I feel like it's time. Well, Let's roll initiative. Uh, but, but what about the saddle? <laughs> We've got a perfect opportunity yes. now. Nigel's there. <laughs> you can try and resolve. You can, you can resolve the saddle issue on your turn. Roll initiative. <laughs> All right, who got above twenty? I did. Nigel. What'd you get? Twenty-one. Nice between twenty and fifteen. Me. 
Shout your numbers. I got 18. Okay. Also me. I got 15. Uh, 15 and 10. Me. What'd you get? 12. And the tiger got five, which means... Oh, do you know what? I will actually... Yeah, I'm going to add the lady as well. Okay, so uh, first in the order is you, Nigel. Nigel, you have the jump on this tiger. You can run away. You're maybe not aware right now that the door is locked, but you do know that you can certainly run away from it in some way. So tell me what you want to do. I want to run away from the tiger. <laughs> okay, nice one. And you can use your dash action to do yeah, it as well. Yeah. I'm going to run straight towards the door. Where's the door? <laughs> it's become the door. Is... The door is to the south of okay. you. You dash away as fast as you can, Nigel. Next in the order is this uh, Redfin woman. She is currently standing by the door, shaking it, pulling at it. I think she is going to, in panic, try again to pull at this door. Uh, doesn't budge. She looks back at you again, Linus, who she seems to have appointed as a person she's communicating with here, and she goes, let me out! Let me out this instant! Uh, and it's your turn. Okay, um, so Linus is pretty panicked, given that he can hear Dickie shouting for him, but also this random uh, Redfin woman is doing the same. But um, he's going to try and get a better view of everything. Mm. So, <laughs> hey, Linus. 30. There we go. The tiger! Oh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, that, that's that's a tiger. You can see a tiger. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's your turn. That, that's that's my turn. It's a dash turn. Everyone's taking a dash turn. Light through yeah. rain. It'd be a shame not to take a dash turn, right? Uh, I mean, it would be a shame. I think I think it's going to be a dash turn. Okay, take a dash turn. It, it seems a shame not to, right? It seems a shame not to. <laughs> Fifty feet will take me down there, just to the south of Nigel. So I'm going to do that. Okay. Because uh, I don't want to get too close, because I'm squishy and it's a big tiger. Nice. Excellent. So, so far, uh, you're all running down, so converging onto the same point, uh, south of this tiger and towards the door of this great big workshop. Dickie, your turn. Right. Okay, so the question is, I am... Um, I'm within a few feet of Nigel, right? Uh, no, you're not. You're, you're within no, a few feet of the tiger, and you are quite considerably further north than everyone else. You're a bit alone. I would say the closest person to you right now is Griff, who is dead. I've got two options, right? Either I can create the tiger saddle, maybe out of Griff. Well, it's not one knot, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, he's got he's got a natural <laughs> curve. <laughs> uh, maybe I should actually save myself from this feral beast, which is. Yeah, I feel. There is there is a time in every in every man's life when the bit ends and you have to actually start to survive. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Someone has Griff's brain. That's one thing. Linus has Griff's brain. Someone has. Oh. Okay. Right. There's actually not much. I remember my character. Uh, oh. Oh. I'm just thinking. I've oh, got, sorry. I've got a gust cantrip. Yeah. You can. You can make a small gust of air if you want. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. It's capable. Just, just so you know, just so you know how how much of a gust this is. It's capable of moving one object that is neither carried nor weighs no more than five pounds. <laughs> now, this this tiger may be a little guy soaking wet, and he is soaking wet because the spring doesn't go enough. But even with his hair matted down, he is still considerably larger than you and any other cat yeah. you've ever met. So, 
if you if you want to basically just like soundlessly and also odorlessly fart <laughs> in his face, you can't guess, mate. You do that. I think it's just going to make him more annoyed at this stage. Um, so. I think I'm going to run really, really quickly and hopefully just overtake um, Light Through Rain and um, mm. and uh, Linus. It's like that old joke, isn't it? Two men running away from a tiger. One says, oh, this is futile. We'll never outrun the tiger. Second one says, I don't need to. I just need to outrun you. <laughs> okay. In fact, this is exactly yeah, this that. Is, yeah. so <laughs> Who are you going to try and outrun, Dickie? <laughs> you with the tiny legs. Who are you going to try and outrun? Oh, crikey. Everybody's about six foot taller than me, aren't they? I forgot about that. It's all right. You've got, um, you've got the gust cantrip. <laughs> the advantage of acceleration. Oh, I could waste another spell slot. I've got shield and sleep. Uh, can I make the tiger sleep? Yeah. There is a chance you can do it. Oh, but now, now I'm looking at not wasting a spell slot and using dancing lights to distract the Now this is, okay, right, yes. Okay, right, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to brave it. Nice. So, uh, okay. dancing lights. Uh, yeah, great. Tell me about the colour and shape and nature and location of the lights that you're going to dance here. Okay, so I click my fingers... Mm -hmm. Little bow, um, straighten my hat again, and uh, immediately crooked again. <laughs> and all of these, like green, green light, a red light, um, blue light, uh, yellow light, just appear like dancing around the head of this um, probably really confused-looking tiger. So you're going to create it basically on the um, tiger, are you? That's phenomenal, yes. as well as a good combo with the grease you've caused. I think this is going to be quite effective. <laughs> um, yeah, brilliant. Uh, I think I'm going to make it make a, dis a, a, dis a dismal saving throw. That's a thing. <laughs> oh my god, it fails its dismal saving throw. Yeah, this tiger is fully distracted. Uh, he starts to look up and like start trying to bat at the lights, covering himself in grease in the most sort of horrific way possible. He's matted. The sprinkler system comes down and these lights just wink in and out, up and down as he tries to scrape at them. He is fully distracted. I'll give you this. At the end of his next turn, he's going to make a wisdom saving throw and will continue to do so at the end of each turn to see if he can uh, snap out. Snap out of here! It's never the wrong time for a share impression. I can do a share impression, <laughs> but not, not a tiger impression. What does that say about me? Was that share? That's share. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I thought it was a tiger. Snap out of here! <laughs> my share impression. Oh, you, do, you do a share impression, please. Thought, do share. That was Schnarf from the Thundercats. <laughs> I'm waiting for your share impression, guys. I don't know I, what I share sounds I like. I don't claim to have a share impression. Oh, oh, Rob, I'll tell you what she sounds like. Schnarf out of That's what share sounds like. So, so there you go. Now you do it. And it won't be as good as mine. I'm okay, thank you very okay, much. Okay, right. Well, now I'm going to do an impression of a tiger because it's the tiger's turn. Galantis Jr. is fully distracted, covered in oil and surrounded by dancing lights. He is... Uh, I think his mother would be ashamed. Um, nevertheless, his mother's not there. Let's see if at the end of his turn he can make a wisdom saving throw to... Um, I wish there was a funny way to say this, but snap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> he does um, not. Did he? Oh, go on. I, I was just going to ask, did... Dicky not move on his turn. He didn't. Uh, Dicky, okay. would you would you like to have moved on your turn? 
Uh, no, because I'm. I still want everybody to come back because I'm. I'm thinking in terms of the project management priorities. I actually like to get a portrait with the tiger for our marketing <laughs> as well. Okay. Um, between turns, you. Who's near the door? Uh, pretty much only only this this redfin. The redfin suddenly her her head uh, juts jars towards the door, and she puts her ear to it, and her eyes widen, and then she bangs on it. Go quick, quick, come! Yes, yes, it's me, it's me here, the empress. And and uh, yeah, that's that's that. Nigel, your turn. Uh, I'm gonna. Someone help me measure. I want to see how far it is from me to the. Uh, the Empress, which is an awesome name. Okay, 30, 45 feet. She has, the Empress has a name, that's her rank. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I've only got 30 okay. foot movement, so I'm gonna dash next to the Empress. Um, mm-hmm. I can't do much more than, than that. Uh, and then, uh, so run down to here, and then as I get close to the Empress, I'm gonna stand. Yep next to the door and the empress in a very unhelpful way and i'm going to say uh, uh would you like to be part of a focus group on the effectiveness of saddles on the back of tigers <laughs> what now right now right now uh, give me a persuasion check persuasion. i can try a persuasion check i haven't thought that through um click the button. oh 15 i rolled a 15 uh, not enough. Okay, so she, uh, she looks at him and goes, uh, it sounds interesting, but I really must go. Uh, looks around at the tiger, looks back at the door, starts rattling the, uh, the handle. Next in the order is her. I think she's taking her action. She, we know what she's trying to do. She's trying to get out. Does not succeed. Linus, your turn. Okay. Um, Linus is going to move 15 feet closer uh, towards Dicky. Mm-hmm. Um, so now standing side by side at, uh, with Dicky. Um, and on evaluating what's going on right now, um, he's going to just sigh a little bit and then just use his breath weapon on the oil-covered, oh greased-up tiger. Is it a fire breath weapon, Linus? It it is. I know that mm. I know that it, there are sprinklers at the moment, mm. but I'm hoping that the fact that he's covered in grease mm. is enough to at least keep it somewhat lit. Um, I am aware that there are also a lot of explosives in this place. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, there may be tigers listening to this podcast, Rob. I mean, uh, there may yeah, be. Yeah, I, I don't feel I don't feel good about this. Yeah, if there are any tigers, <laughs> Rob, Rob doesn't feel good about this. <laughs> Linus doesn't feel good about this. Mm. But when it's either that or stand here and do nothing, do you want to know how Galantis Junior feels about this? Uh, probably also not very good <laughs> not, about this. Not great. What's the range on your breath weapon, my friend? Uh, it is uh, five feet wide and thirty feet long. That'll that'll so do it. That'll do it. Should, yeah. Shall I make the grease make a dexterity saving throw? Oh, that's entirely up to you. <laughs> <sure. laughs> I'll make the I'll make the tiger make one, but he will still catch fire. Um, <laughs> tiger fails okay. dex save, so he takes the breath weapon, weapon damage, and then he's also gonna catch fire. Okay. Uh, uh, it's gonna be two d six damage. It is indeed right let me roll 2d6 that is 10 points of damage okay fire nice. damage obviously. yeah yeah oh dear okay yeah um there's no there's no way to put this nicely you release a gout of flame 
the tiger does not notice the flame being released from your mouth because the tiger is playing with the dancing lights. The oil in front of, and also now all over the Galantis Jr., the tiger, bursts into flame. Uh, and the sprinkler system is just... I'm going to do a contested luck roll. Sprinkler versus oil. Sprinkler. <laughs> oil. They actually rolled the same, which means that it's like a it's like a beautiful elemental battle between uh, light and light and dark here, as uh, a kind of roaring, wet, oily, flaming uh, confusion, steam bubbling from the fur of this tiger. He lets out this awful roar as his fur begins to singe and blacken, runs forward, slips <laughs> on the oil, drops down again, picks up more oil, catches fl- fl- flame in a different place. This poor tiger is absolutely flaming. Anything else you want to do on your turn, mate? Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sort of like just put my hand over Dickie's eyes <laughs> to, to just uh, avert the gaze. And uh, yeah, and and that's it. And then Linus will just turn around to to look towards the door. <laughs> Despite the fact that you turn away, you can still see this image indelibly uh, written on the back of your retinas. <laughs> there is yeah, there is no I, I looking can just away. hear it. <laughs> you can well, you can oh, still dear. hear it. Yeah, it's roaring in a horribly sickening way and sizzling. Light through rain. Your turn. <laughs> and I can I use my free action just to shout over to Linus like. Do you need any help? Uh, no. I've got to like clear my throat slightly. <laughs> Not sure if it's because I'm choked up or before I, because I've just done the the breath weapon. But it's like, <clears throat> no. No, it's fine. It's, it's all right over here. <laughs> In that case, I will use my movement speed to run over to the door. Okay. Um, can I? I don't know what, it, what the as an action. Can I try and open the door? Yeah, that would be investigation. An, athletics. I mean, you've seen. And unless you want to try and do it in a clever way, in which case it might be so sort of dexterity. I was thinking try and figure out how it's locked. Um, That's it. That is as, investigation. Sure, you won't. If you investigate successfully, you still won't be able to open it on your turn because that's your action. If you see what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's but fine. I'll know how for next time. Yeah. Nice. Give me an in, invo. That's my nickname for yeah. investigation checks. We're on first name A good terms. old invo. Give me an invo. Let's roll a little invo. That'll be a 22. Okay, this is cool. Yeah, you can see that there is a big bolt uh, between the two doors holding them closed. You can also see there is no keyhole on this side. So the door, okay. is, the door is bolted, but the door is not has not been bolted by anybody on the inside. Um, I'm also going to say, without a roll, that you can, as you're investigating this door, quite clearly hear through the crack the sound of battle outside. You can hear the clanging of weapons, you can hear screams of pain, and there are multiple people engaged in combat outside this door. Okay. I think it might be worse outside the door than in here. Dickie. Your turn. Your eyes are currently covered by Linus. I'd love to inquire as to the uh, erectness of your hat right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's always a good <laughs> um, So uh, let me just oh, let me just soon, recap, yeah. right? Our ent- our entire business has just gone up. <laughs> Quite literally, smoke. yes. Oh god. Oh. Our pivot. And I was trying to make it a sustainable business by using 
Griff's corpse as well. <laughs> Everything's got a lion's or a tiger's corpse as well. Mm. Well, I assuming that it's dead. It, it, uh, not yet. It no, it's sound... it well on the way. It's on fire, yeah. but that's that's a sort of a, 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 you know that takes time. I don't know if you've cooked a tiger before, but it's Ooh. not instant. It does. You know, you have to really. Oh, oh <laughs> so, so I'm going to scream over to to Nigel and go, Nigel, what do you reckon? Do you reckon we should make some tiger toast? <laughs> I, like, I didn't like Pop-Tarts, but Tiger Pop-Tarts. <laughs> tiger Pop-Tarts. This could scale. Definitely. Where do we find more tigers? I don't know, I've got an empress here. <laughs> don't bring me into this! <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Dicky's gonna blindly straighten his hat again. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna use a gust because uh, I definitely need to um, to detoastify the tiger now. Otherwise, we're not gonna be able to package it up. You want to put the tiger out, do you? So, yeah. Well, we need. We, we've mm. just created another industry, our tiger toast industry. So, okay. Um, you want to cast Gust on the flaming tiger surrounded by oil? Yeah, nice one. Okay, yes. great. I'm going to get you to make a roll, please, on that. Uh, just just an intelligence check. Um, just a sort of a bonus on your... It's like an attack roll. Basically like an attack roll. Because I'm going to be very kind to you here. Without you rolling a dice, this will fan the flames. Um... I don't know if you've ever met fire before, but it... <laughs> You'll make fire. If, you, if it's a really big... if It's it's only, it's only a cantrip, right? But if this is an, an insanely powerful gust, then maybe it might put out a little bit of fire. But, I, you know, like, like blowing a candle out. But it, we're talking about a lot. So I'm going to say this. Give me an intelligence check. Just normal intelligence. If it's yep. 20 or more, you're going to extinguish some of the fire. Anything less, you're going to increase the fire. It is yeah. 12. Dickie, it was a good idea, but while you are a genius in some ways, uh, you're, you're not a genius in terms of, um, you know, pyrotechnics. Um, so you fan the flames a little bit. Uh, for a second, it looks like you're blowing out some of the fire on its fur, and then it roars back into action, possibly even stronger than before. The tiger, too, is now going to roar uh, in panic and, uh, and fear. Um, yeah, anything else you want to do on your turn? <laughs> Uh, well, I don't have a bonus action. I, I wish I could cast some more grease, actually. <laughs> if you take a short rest for about half an hour, you can get one of those back with Arcane Recovery and then cast grease again. <laughs> uh, I can still... I, I can't do movement, Yes, you can. can yeah, no one's stopping you from moving. Uh, well, um, Linus is, because I can't <laughs> see where I'm going. Yeah, but you can move your head. <laughs> <laughs> Dickie's so clever, he hasn't even considered the idea he can move his head away from Linus's hand. Does, does moving your head count as a free or flipped interaction? <laughs> it depends on your head screwed on properly or not, I suppose. Oh, <laughs> uh, I think I think at the very least I have to now hide behind Linus from the angry tiger. Alright, so what are you gonna do? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hide behind okay, Linus, so you step I think. behind Linus. Um, I'm not going to... You can't make a hide action, because you're taking your action, you cast Gust, but you move bodily behind Linus. 
Uh, yeah, very nice. Okay, yeah, so you blindly cast Gust, it fans the flames, and then you just walk five feet behind Linus next to Griff's dead body. Job well done. Tiger's turn. Um, <laughs> Tiger! I can't see this going wrong. First of all... Uh, right, hang on a second. First of all, Tiger takes uh, quite a bit of fire damage. Um, it actually looks like he might keep burning for a while. I think what I'm now going to do with him is make a a wisdom saving throw. Um, I'm going to call it down the middle, right? If he is wise enough, if he succeeds on his wisdom saving throw, he's going to run away. If he fails his wisdom saving throw, he's going to try and attack the source of the fire. Um, okay. The Galantis Jr. whining and, and yowling and roaring dashes out of the grease. Uh, oh, it uses half its movement speed to stand up. Then it's going to be difficult terrain, so it's going to go 10, 15, and then it's going to use its dash action to run the rest of the way, and it just bolts towards one corner of the um, of the warehouse where water has begun to pool up from the sprinkler and just starts to bathe itself in the in the water. Um, he is hissing and and also his skin is hissing and he is terrified and does not look like he wants to engage in a fight at all. Between turns, the door on the other side begins to bang and you just hear uh, as somebody on the other side is also trying to open the door. Next in the order, Nigel. Okay, so I'm going to turn to the Empress and I say, I don't care if you think you're the Empress, I need you in my focus group. And I'm going to attempt to grapple her. <laughs> okay, let's make a contested athletics check, please. Okay, athletics. Here we go, here we go. That's fascinating. I have clicked. And <laughs> I got an enormous five! Uh, with, with the sprinkler system coming down, her sort of slightly fishy, scaly skin is surprisingly slippery. And if you try to grab her, she pushes you back and goes, Do not speak to me or touch me like that! She takes one step back and she looks absolutely furious at you. Um, that was your action. You still have movement if you want to. Uh, uh, <laughs> take a step towards her. Come back here! Focus group member! Come here! Uh, okay, that's your movement. Uh, it's her turn. Oh, dear. Goodness. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> this Redfin uh, looks at you with fury, clicks her fishy finger, her fish fingers. She clicks her fish fingers, and <laughs> a trident just <laughs> appears out of the rain. It's almost like the raindrops just coalesce into, I don't know if that's the word, but I'm going with it. <laughs> this trident coalesces, okay? That's what it does. It just appears in her hand, made of sort of living water. And as it happens, this kind of three-pronged trident, she just raises it and then stabs it towards you uh, with fury. Um, don't touch me! 17 to hit. Yes, that hits. Ow! Uh, that is six force damage. Oh. <laughs> Ow! Splat on the floor. Are you unconscious? <laughs> yes. She, uh, 
lowers the trident to waist level, points it towards you, Light Through Rain, and says, I knew you'd be like this. You let me go this once. That's the end of her turn. Linus, your turn. So, as soon as I turned round, I imagine I would have seen this. Yeah. Um, In which case, I will run over as quickly as possible. Uh, Okay. So, I will, once again, dash. You're taking a dash turn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's... uh, dash turn. Oh, I didn't actually... There we go. Uh, And I will just shout uh, over to Light Through Rain... Have you managed to open the door yet? Night through rain, go for it. Uh, I will shout back. Like, no, yeah, but I think it's just this bolt. Um, it's your turn, so. Um, is there a gap in the door? Yeah, small crack, yeah. Like between the two of them? Yeah, right, right between them. Well, there must the be so I can see the bolt. Yes. Uh, in which case... Uh, I will say to them, I'm, like, no, I'm trying, just give me a minute. Uh, can I... Uh, I'd like to use my bonus action then um, to use one of my psionic disciplines, just to work out which one first. I'm going to do lethal strike and see okay. if that works. As a bonus action, you imbue the weapon you're holding or your unarmed strike with psychic energy. The next time you hit it, hit with it before the end of your turn, it deals an extra 1d10 psychic damage per psi point spent. Oh. So I would like to spend one psi point okay. and then uh, basically jam my dagger between the, the crack in the door and try to sort of cut through the bolt with okay. the power of a dagger and also my psychic energy. Go for it. I think that's an 11 to hit the door. Okay. Yeah. Give me some... Oh, are you going for the lock rather than the door, aren't you? I was going for the bolt. Yeah. Like, imagine if you sort of stick your dagger in and try and slash down on the bolt. Okay. Um, give me some damage. Imagine if I missed. Uh, so that is seven, and then I get to an extra 1d10 of psychic damage. <laughs> so, uh, the bolt's brain is about to take some serious energy here. Yeah. <laughs> Two. You strike down, and even with an 11, you manage to just, like... Uh, slash against this metal and break through it. It fractures. The doors swing open. And you see in front of you the scene of... Let me break this down. There's quite a lot going on out here. First of all, there were three guards. Three lamplighter guards. The last one of them is currently being stabbed in the neck repeatedly. And the person who's stabbing them in the neck is a fish. A large fish with tiny legs and a dagger in its hand. It looks up at you with a little bit of guilt and then sort of like tries to hide both the dagger and the dead person behind its back. (laughs) There are two other fish, both with daggers in their hands, and behind them, uh, with their tridents raised, are a a detachment of maybe eight uh, red fins, except their fins are blue, not red. They have blue fins. They are wearing full-scale armour. They look ready for war. And at the very back, not engaged in combat, but standing proudly is an enormously tall hugely muscular blue fin uh man he wears flowing uh fish scale robes and holds in his hand the largest trident you've seen and as soon as the door opens they all kind of stop what they're doing and immediately start marching into the room uh, with their weapons raised um you can see that this this the woman who was standing inside the emperor goes oh thank goodness you're here 
Um, and it, she, she stands, stays where she are. But as these people are approaching, uh, I think we're going to drop out of initiative currently. Tell me, guys, tell me what you're doing, guys. Are you going to sort of stop them? Are you moving to give them space? Are you staying exactly where you are? I'm unconscious on the floor in the way. I was say, can I attempt to drag Nigel's unconscious body to safety so that he doesn't get marched over? Yes, good point. <laughs> I said we're out of initiative. He is unconscious. So, um, Nigel, give me a death saving throw, please. 15. Okay, that's one save. Uh, light through rain as you pull him back. Give him a medicine check to see if you can just uh, stem the flow of his trident wounds. Okay. It's a six. Doesn't succeed. Linus, you're running towards him. You can see that she's pulling Nigel back and that he's unconscious. Are you going to have a turn? Yeah. So I will run over and kind of try to bat um, light through Rain's sharp claws away from the open wounds. Mm. And in, <laughs> instead, I will uh, cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Fantastic. Um, spend a spell slot. Give us some HP. Tell us what you've pumped back into Nigel. Level one, uh, six points of healing. Wonderful, Nigel. You take six. Uh, move yourselves back a little bit, um, and there we go. Into this room, as we've said, come this great sort of like war detachment of uh, what look like aquatic warriors. Their gills, as they pass you, are kind of pronounced and frilly. Their heads and torsos reminiscent of fish, um, and the ones who lead, uh, thin, scrawny, noodle-like legs. Um, they also hold, as well as their daggers, they hold nets uh, and stupid leather helmets, um, whose main function must be to keep their ears warm. But I don't think fish have ears. You know, they're sort of like those me- Middle Ages, <laughs> Middle Ages leather hats that war- that people are going to war tend to wear. Do you know the ones the, I mean? The old flappy war hats. <laughs> the old flappy fish war hats. Yeah, to keep the ears warm. Yeah. 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 Um, the the most impressive creature of all of these, this kind of um, huge warlord with a massive trident, strides through. He's got this sort of green skin, ripping muscular frame, and a shark-like snout and jaw. Um, his barbels are um, huge, frilled. Uh, uh, no, they're not frilled. I'm so sorry. His barbels kind of wave in the air. Um, uh, almost like sensing and moving themselves. He looks far greater and mightier than any redfin you've seen. And as I've said, the big difference between him and the redfins who live everywhere in the city is that his fins are blue, not red. Um, and he looks for a second at you, looks at this redfin who you freed from the machine, and then goes, Mother! And grabs her and embraces her um and and he he he, she she embraces him back and he says tell me tell me did these barbarians touch you and she steps back and points to you nigel this one he tried to grab me what have they done to you he sort of runs his hand over her red fin and says what is this and she says take me back to the water son take me back I'm sure I will return to my usual form. And uh, the uh, the guards, these three fish-legged guards, grab you, um, Nigel. Are you going to try and resist, or are you going to let them grab you? Um, I will try to resist mightily. Okay, make me an athletics check, please. I'll roll three of them. Clicks it. Right, it gave me, it gave, it gave me oh. a four. 
<laughs> oh, good! A four! Uh, they all grab you. They throw their nets over you, and you now have three of these horrible nets um, kind of uh, draped over you. They grab you and pull you towards this great big prince character. Um, he is taller than you, despite the fact that you're tall, but he looks at you with disdain. Um, and he says to you, Tell me, what did you think you were doing when you dared to touch the Empress Latuvi? Uh, I thought I was inviting her to be part of a focus group on riding tigers. We were fighting a tiger. There's a tiger over there, you know? Have you seen a tiger before? They're like fish. <laughs> um, he just looks past your shoulder at the tiger, who is currently rolling in the water, and nods gravely. Did you do this to the creature? Uh, yes, he was trying to eat everybody here. We didn't really know um, what was going on, really. Um, the machine broke a bit on us. Um, I don't really know. We were trying to learn how it works, but uh, we didn't do a very good job of that. Uh, we're still learning. But we'll be there. Learn how it works? Um, um, what do you mean, learn how it works? You're, you're running this place, aren't you? You see that guy over there with our head on the floor? Slightly burnt, possibly. Uh, he looks over again. Did you do this to him? Uh, no, he did that to himself. Yes. But, but what? Life from Ray, did we? Well, I mean, he took his own head off, but then we did put a cog in his brain. Just because he wasn't looking and very good. He's like that. He's now looking worse. <laughs> and so, in a sense, yes, we did do that to him. This is chaos. What is this place? This is where they have been keeping my mother. What have you been well, doing with her? Well, we have done nothing. Um, technically, all of this. We, well, we let her out of the room that she was in. Um, everything started breaking. We door the door opened. I introduced myself and said she could go. Um, we saw the, the the tiger. So, and we invited her to be part of a focus group. Exactly. And we saw that the, the tiger was quite a big threat, so tried to deal with that, and uh, now it's now. He stares at you for quite a long while. Um, you hear behind him uh, the Empress mutter, I don't want to be part of a focus group, I just want to go home. Um, and the this prince nods, I believe you. But it does not change your associations. You... And all these land dwellers will pay for what you have done to my mother. And without her, you will be powerless, energyless, without light. And then, at your darkest moment, we will have our revenge. And he turns heel, uh, takes his mother by the shoulder and begins to stamp out of the room. Uh, the Unless any of you are going to try and stop them, the other redfins... Um, march out after them and these fish characters with noodly legs uh, one of them goes <laughs> you've been washed by the spring tide and the uh, prince stops for a second and all of the uh, detachments stop and he turns around a wet leg you plankton what? you just told them who we are now these dry folk have to die I'll take the empress home you handle this and they stamp away, leave at the door slams leaving these three fish with daggers and nets. Nigel, you're covered by the net. The fish <laughs> look at you slightly scared and go You heard the prince! You've gotta die! What if we didn't die? 
no, that's not an order. But that's not an option. But uh, any preference of order? Uh, how about you take these nets off me first? And uh, the first thing you should do is the tiger. <laughs> uh, they look yeah. at you. Um, <laughs> I certainly wasn't expecting to be this stupid. They go, ah, uh, no, don't think so. We may have stupid voices, but we know how to kill. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they just, all of them start to uh, repeatedly stab you in the guts, Nigel. And, that, <laughs> and that's where we'll end the session. So. You, well, that you, went well. Yes, everything's it, fine. It gone worse. I yeah. <laughs> Diplomacy. Diplomacy in action. We're all currently still alive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one of you's now. about to be stabbed by fish. Yeah, but in the current state of being, I mean. Anyway, uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody who's listened, and I really hope you enjoyed this. We will be... Get out of it! We will be back... (laughs) Snap out of it! We will be back (laughs) next week for more of this nonsense. Thank you so much. Bye! Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye! You've been listening to Technomancers, a D&D podcast. You can subscribe to hear the next episode when it comes out, and until then, see you later, nerds.